Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 188. Nine reflections from the past 20 years of my life. And I thought this was fitting because the new year is right around the corner. Obviously, this applies to whenever you are listening to this, whether you are a person in the future listening to this sometime in you know the year 2024, <laughs> uh, or you're listening to this, <clears throat> you know, tomorrow. And I had written these thoughts earlier this year around my birthday when I was reflecting back on the past 10, 15, 20 years. And these are highly applicable reflections that I wanna share with all of you. And I just, I thought that the timing was really appropriate. I know I've talked about a lot of these different um, ideas that I'm gonna share with you uh, throughout all the different episodes. But obviously it's always something new and something, a different way of saying something or a new reflection built in. I think that's the best part about self-observation and personal study and growth is that even as you learn new things, the, there will be depth over time. There's always gonna be more depth and that depth brings maturation, right? Maturity. It brings uh, more uh, perspective and delivery of what you learn and bringing it out into the world. And so I want to talk about each of these reflections, especially as we are entering a new year. And, you know, hopefully you guys can take some of this moving forward for yourselves. So the first one is showing up, show up even when you're not that person yet. It's not about being quote unquote ready, but being consistent. If you're consistently showing up, you eventually catch up to your vision of yourself and don't be afraid to be seen trying. Play for where you're heading, not for where you're at. I love this one because we can get very, very caught up about what we are currently experiencing, which pulls us out of connection to where we know we are heading. And sometimes, like we always know where we're heading. We do. We, we actually do. Now, okay, the way it looks at the uh, once we get further along in that, that's still up for debate, right? We have to, that's up for experience. We still have to get there. But you have a vision, you can feel it, you know. And what happens if we pay too much attention, in my opinion, too much attention in the present of where we're at presently, um, we can be hard on ourselves, we can disconnect. And if we disconnect, we can, uh, you know, stop uh, in doing the behaviors or the activities that push us forward. We can get lazy. Uh, we can say, oh, you know, I'll just do that tomorrow. Consistency is such a beautiful discipline. I cannot tell you how much this means to me. And why is this such a beautiful reflection? Because there's many years where I think I did a lot of things with a certain sense of discipline, but without necessarily intention. Many years I just worked to work, but I wasn't necessarily injecting intention into that discipline. However, I will say that no matter what, the discipline, the, the reps of doing that work, when that eventually meets opportunity or um, and you've, you've grown throughout that process, you'll handle the things that are ready for you much differently than if they were just given to you. And so there's this, there's a lot in there. There's the consistency of showing up, 
there's a consistency of staying close to your heart and your soul so you can um, always be connecting with your future self brought present there's a consistency so you don't disconnect from yourself uh, out of impatience there's a consistency of preparation there's so much inconsistency that it teaches us and so that's that was that was top on the list um, there's no particular order for these by the way second authenticity we hear this all the time um, it's interesting too because I mean I preached it starting like maybe like nine years ago and then all of a sudden you know it became like words you hear all the time but authenticity is trusting who you are instead of seeking everyone else for your identity we don't need to try harder to fit in be approved or acquire more to be understood we're seen felt and understood from the moment we stand in who we already are the niche is you the niche is you is a very powerful component in my life over the last you know two years of doing well the year and a half of doing this podcast but several years of, of now kind of moving this direction of the niche is you is because Again, authenticity is trusting who you are instead of seeking everyone else for your identity. Somewhere in everyone's life, there's this aching to be seen, felt, heard, understood, and I get it. And one, you'd be surprised at how many people do, just from relatability. And two, technically, um, we can't, we have to be careful relying on that because that's like, you're relying on other people and wherever they're at in their journey. And that's why it's so important to be like, but do I like myself? Do I like what I myself? Do I like what I do? Do I like how I do it? Do I like how I move? That liking yourself is a great mirror to how are you showing up and does it feel authentic to you? And instead of wanting the validation of other people liking you, you're already liking yourself and so you're constantly developing from a whole different place. Right. And so the authenticity piece is huge. Um, you know, we're, uh, we don't need, we don't need to try harder to fit in, be approved or acquire quote unquote more to be understood when I sell this company, when I, uh, you know, get the gold medal, when I have that, um, my, my business acquired, when I, uh, break the record, when I have, you know, this home, when I have this car, who are you trying to show them or you and you already know it's possible with the right motivation the right um, intention the right focus why do you want them to see that and does it really matter and I'll tell you you'll get to these places after and all the growth and development you will usually go through you realize one of two things one it doesn't matter <laughs> and two you know, you may not necessarily have worked on some of the more important things, right? So it does, it, it doesn't matter to fit in or um, acquire more to be understood. I find that relatability and authenticity is what makes you understood. Because I can be around any type of person and they're like, man, you just get me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, in some capacity, I do. Even if they've taken a, and everybody's taken a completely different path. And I mean, they've really taken a different path, but, and the number one thing I usually get, uh, not number one, but a big thing I usually get compliment on is that I'm never judging anybody. Yes. I have observations. Yes. I have my moments. We all have our moments, you know, and I usually have to stop myself because you know, God won't judge me. So, you know, I mean, you get what I mean. So, um, meaning like we're all, we're all imperfect. We all make mistakes, 
but I love that people say like, you know, you, you seem very non-judgmental. I'm like, I don't want to judge you, you know, um, I like that authentic place of being like, Hey, listen, we're all just trying to figure it out. Right. So I find that the authenticity makes us all relatable. Plus I've been through some things. So it's like it, you find different ways to relate to people when you're really your authentic self. And that really goes a long way. And if you want to be more understood, isn't it? If you're more, if you understand yourself more and you're relating to others, there you go. There's the mirror, right? The third one I had on this list was the, the real things you should own your time, your life, your energy, your talents, and your story and your health. A lot of this world operates out of the physical. I did say everything else is either cheap dopamine or owns you. Bonus, ownership requires personal responsibility and accountability. You don't have time to fight the world when a better you is a better world. This is a big one. Notice that the things you should own are intangible. It's not of the physical world. And a better you doesn't have to necessarily fight the world because you lead by example. I get we all want to see lots of change in this world, but when you behave like that change, that inspires another and another and another and another and another. That ripple effect is different. When you fight, you're throwing fuel into a fire. I'm not saying don't stand up for something. We should all stand up for very, for for integrity, for morals, for values, for uh, you know, for humanity. We are all we all need each other. Absolutely. But can we lead by demonstrating what that looks like through those vehicles? How are we constantly solving things and bringing more of that to the world than constantly fighting each other? So um, but, you know, th that's but that's where the ownership of these things, because when you decide to own your time, your life, your energy, your talents, your story, you're working on you and you're able to pour out differently into the world. When you work on your time, you know where to direct your energy as well as, um, you know, what deserves attention. And if you can do that, then you're able to make more things happen within an amount of time versus living in chaos, right? When you use your talents versus just giving, giving them away to everybody else all the time, but you're actually using them in a manner that can contribute, you know? So all these things are really, really important. Uh, the fourth. If it's from God, it won't steal your joy, peace, confidence, patience, value, or love. End of story. It won't make you chase it or rush your decisions. It will, however, feel right on path and promote you. If it's from God, it won't steal your joy, peace, confidence, patience, value, or love. Any good opportunity, any good people in your life, they will constantly be a part of your development. They see you. They understand you, right? Any opportunity, any, you know, uh, prosperous thing, anything that comes in your way that is joyful, peaceful, confident, patient, valuable, or out of love, you will know. It's not going to rush you. It's not going to, there's, there's no chase. There's development. There's acceptance. There's growth. There's personal development. It will feel right. It'll feel on path and promote you. And that's how you know. And, you know, I would say start trusting when you feel like something doesn't promote you and it's not on path. Trust it. I get it. You can't fully see it yet. What do you mean you're just going to trust a feeling? Yeah. Start trusting yourself. You can't mess up what's really for you anyways. Start trusting yourself. Next one. 
Happiness is less about pleasure and more about pursuit. Be obsessed with leaning, uh, with learning who you are, understanding and mastering your talents and defining what works best for you. You don't need to always feel quote unquote right, but you do need a mission. In most cases, you are the mission. Big, big, big point. Big, big, big point that I've learned over the last 20 years. The mission is you. It always has been. The niche is you. The mission is you. Trying to understand the rest of the world will sometimes drive you crazy, let alone trying to try to understand yourself. But when you take steps to improve yourself as the mission, the rest of what you're here to do will reveal itself. And that's where you'll find also a lot more happiness in the pursuit and less and less about like the, the, the quick fixes to get, you know, happiness. And I get it. Everybody's got a vice, right? You know, that they got to work through, but you want to make sure it's a good thing. So be obsessed with learning who you are first, and then you start to understand and master your talents, and then you'll start to figure out what works best for you. And along the way, this will actually reveal all of the opportunities, all of the, the things that, you know, bring your purpose. I have people ask me all the time, like, I can't, I don't understand my purpose. I don't understand my purpose. I'm like, understand yourself first. I guarantee it. If you keep taking time to develop yourself, your purpose will easily reveal itself. The mission is you. Next one. Clarity and direction is more important than speed until you realize it is speed. A calm mind, a connected heart, and a clear vision navigate life's uncertainties and speed up life's gifts. Some of these have all been podcast episodes, by the way. What's for you will find you faster the moment you give your life more energy and attention. Clarity and direction is more important than speed until you realize it is speed. How do you make up for speed? When you're clearer, you're able to make quicker decisions in less time, right? Um, and doesn't that help you navigate where you're going? Suddenly, what would take you months or years takes you days or seconds because you're, you're clear. How do you get clear? A calm mind, a connected heart, and a clear vision. A calm mind and a connected heart. Calm your mind so you can slow down, so you can see what's happening. Slowing down, which by the way is very difficult sometimes in the nervous system because you've maybe been going so fast. Slowing down is simply saying, okay, wait a minute. What is going on in my life? What do I like? What do I need to change? What can I do differently? It's not taking you out of the game. It's just saying like, imagine you're the coach. And the coach is analyzing the plays of the game. Wouldn't you, like, what if you're coaching yourself and you're like, how am I playing this game? It's the fourth quarter. It's the third quarter. How am I doing? What can I change? That's, that's all you're really doing in that. And then when you do that, you start to connect to yourself. And when you connect yourself, you connect to your heart and your intuition and to God. You start to feel it internally. You're like, okay, I feel connected to myself. We know we're disconnected when we're in fear. Something is pulling us away from ourselves and giving us a different thought. But when we are um, when we are focused on within, we feel connected. We're not even in fear. In fact, we actually have solutions to every problem. Suddenly, you know, we're we have a clear vision. What's for you will find you fast the moment you give your life more energy and attention. Everything you're looking for, your uh, your life speeds up. The things that you want speed up. Uh, you know, your divine gifts, if you will, speed up the moment you step in. Divine timing speeds up. That was another episode. Divine timing speeds up the moment you step into it. What does that even mean? Well, it means that like, okay, these are the things that are really important to me. I can feel it. I can see the vision. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I can feel it. Great. Well, what do you think is going to now happen? A lot of different steps and people are going to be revealed to you to help you get there. 
congratulations slowing down to take a pause and reflect on these things actually was a very strategic move on your part next one arrange your work around your life not your life around your work having a life is about creating one and you're the responsible party to see it that way having your life having a life is about creating one create your life prioritize health peace and joy earning from your talents and skills making time work for you and prosperity will follow arrange your work around your life not your life around your work this is going to hit some of you very very hard and i know this better than anybody because i used to do this but once i started reverse engineering my approach and i was like you know what um my life is the most important thing. How do I work in a way that allows me great output into the world through contribution, purpose, uh, you know, everything, but is a compliment to my life, not a hindrance on it. You have to figure that out for you. But I, again, that's why I did the whole clarity workshop. Um, that's the average perfect day. The average perfect day exercise was, was amazing because I remember when I got to the questions about like, well, what do you do for work? What do you do for business? And I was, I was actually painting it all out, like how I would like to flow within what I specifically do. And it's so cool to have that vision because you're like, cool. Well, that basically helps me answer the type of things that I would work on or not work on. Then it's just the discipline of moving in that direction. Right? Next one. We've only got two left. Honesty is the highest form of love and respect. People may not love what you say, but they'll love and respect you for honoring them in the process, even if it takes them a moment to realize it. Leading from what quote unquote feels right from your soul is love, and this will be respected. This part right here, people may not love what you say, but they will love and respect you for honoring them in the process. Why are you honoring them when you are honest? Because you are respecting them enough to not um, hold back a conversation that needs to be had now, I'm not saying, you know, be an ass when you're, you know, delivering truth. I'm saying that say really how you feel from your soul in a very honest way. That makes you trustworthy to the other person that's honoring them. They're like, you know what? I may not like what they have to say, but I respect them because they're at least saying, you know, they're saying what they really think and feel. They're, they're being honest versus just smoothing things over all the time or, or versus like saying something that you can feel in your gut when you feel like, you know, you ever, you ever, you know, you see it. Like, you, you know, when somebody's like, what do you really want to say? Tell me, right? So, um, you know, we, we, and we can all do that, by the way. We can all do that. So no pointing fingers. We all can do that. And luckily we have good people around us to say, tell me what you're really thinking and feeling. And we should also always honor and do that for others. And we should always be very honest. But we, are, we, we become very trustworthy when we are very honest. And there isn't anything you ever have to worry about when you're honest, like looking over your shoulder and worrying about when it's going to come back around. Like you were honest. Honesty is the highest form of intimacy. It really is. Because it, it develops any type of relationship, whether it's family, spouse, partner, um, you know, friendship, business partner, it develops trust and running together and building together and you know, knowing you can confide in each other. It's huge. It's everything. And then the last one for you guys to as a reflection was saying no isn't about rejecting others. I know some of you are having a tough time saying no. You are not rejecting others. You are saying yes to you. If the goal is to please others, you will lose every time. If the goal is to be honest about what you really need, want, and value, everyone wins all the time. 
Think about this. You're afraid to say no to somebody. Okay. So you show up and go to an event you don't want to go to, or you work on a project you don't want to work on with them, you know, or you help them in some way when you really don't have that capacity. Now, aren't you kind of almost like disrespecting the person in a way, in a way, I mean, that's a very harsh way of looking at it, but in a way, right? Because you're like, well, you didn't want to be there at that event. You know, they were happy to invite you. Like they could have invited somebody else that wanted to be there. Or, um, you know, maybe you don't really have the energy and output for the, for the project they, they need your help on. And so you really can't show up for them reliably the way that they need. So it would have been better to be like, I wish I could help you right now. I can't, I don't have that capacity. You're not rejecting them. You're actually honoring them again. Imagine that honesty is constantly honoring other people. You're just saying yes to whatever you can do for yourself right now. And, and that allows you to develop, you know, how you, how you move about the world each day, right? So you'll know what to say yes to, but you're not, re you're not rejecting others when you say no, learn no. Even, and especially in, look, in business deals, plenty of times in business, I'm like, nah, you know, I think I'll pass. And yeah, sometimes ego comes out, sometimes people don't like that. So I always approach and say, listen, this isn't for me. I see where you're going with this, but I know exactly there's gonna be somebody that this is perfect for, for you. But I, I'm not that person. So I'm excusing me from there, but I'm also, you know, in some way I'm relating to them that there will be somebody that is a, a better fit for this. Now, again, I may not like the business deal at all. I may not even like the direction that they're taking. And I'll be honest, I'll say, listen, I don't, I can't relate to the direction. I, 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 you know, and you don't want that from me if I can't relate to it, but I, I see where you're trying to go and I'm sure somebody can relate to it. That would be perfect for you. See, I'm not rejecting them. I'm communicating. I'm being honest with them, but yes, learn to say no where applicable learn. So you have time to say yes to where applicable. I appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode. We've made it to 188. We're almost at 200. It's been a little over a year with this podcast. I can't believe how many episodes we've done. I appreciate you guys so much. This is probably the last episode of the year. Um, as we, uh, January 1st is in just a few days, but I've got some really great topics coming in the new year. A lot of, uh, big things happening next year. A lot of things are already happening now, by the way, I appreciate you guys. Please continue to leave those five star written reviews on Apple five stars on Spotify. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Happy new year to you. If the, it depends, I'm, I'm careful sometimes when I talk about this, because it's like, you could be listening to this in the middle of July next year. And you'd be like, really anybody listening? It's just simply because today is the 28th. <laughs> so, uh, of, of December, uh, 2023. I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you always. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.